You're listening to an Elephant Shoe podcast with your host, Andrea Zabo. Well, welcome to the Elephant Shoe podcast. I'm Andrea Zabo, and today we're going to be talking about self care. Now, life living in the everyday is actually the topic of the Elephant Shoe podcasts. And as you can imagine, the scope and actually spectrum of what I could be talking about could be pretty well anything. However, in an effort for you just to maybe walk away with a little bit more of insight, a little bit more of a tool, trick or tip to help you on your everyday, whatever that looks like. And we're all so different in so many ways However, there is one common denominator, and that's what I've found in all my studies as a hypnotherapist over 10 years, as a practicing intentional living operator, if you like, is that stress seems to be the common denominator that affects our health, well-being, mental health relationships, and most of our life. So I started to look through my practice with hundreds of people that I've worked with, not only in that practice when I had the clinic at Corumban, but also in all the other activities that I've engaged in, anything from performing arts right through to the choir that I've been running for over 16 years and engaging in hundreds of people, is that when I see stress in someone's experience, I see that ripple effect. So I decided, let's talk about stress. Now, stress seems to build up. It might be starting with something small. It might be starting as an unresolved issue that seems to build in your body. It might be because you're holding your emotions in. It might be because work pressure, family pressure, societal pressure, financial pressure, living pressure. So many people are displaced at the moment with uh, housing being such an issue. Even the virus itself, corona as we know it as, has definitely impacted our psyche as well as many other aspects of our life. So we can see that stress itself can build up and accumulate and that's when it starts to spill over. So you notice someone standing in a line at the bank and they're really impatient. Chances are they're really, really stressed. So this is where compassion comes in for other people is when we see someone that is behaving perhaps in a way that is unconducive to our well-being, we can bring compassion towards them knowing that there's something else going on. And usually the root cause of what you're seeing is stress. What brings them there can be a myriad of things. That's not what we're here to talk about today. We're talking about stress. So how do we avoid stress? How do we avoid when life throws all these things at us? Whether it's in your life and coming towards you, either from family, work, the bank, whatever aspect that stress is coming to you in life, living in the everyday, unless you're a monk sitting on a hill in a cave and meditating you're definitely going to be experiencing stress. We're living in an environment here in the West where we are engaging in lots of different ways that are going to affect us. Let's look at what we're working with in our life and see how we can change what we can and accept what we can't change. Major key 
it was a major key in my experience and and uh if I had uh, a podcast every week, I'd probably have time to tell you all about that. But I'm just bringing it down to the brass tacks. So self-care seems to be one way that we can manage our stress. They'll come in. Stress will be there. Everyone's benchmark of how much stress they can tolerate before it spills out, either through anger, aggression, drinking too much, eating too much, shopping too much, gaming too much. Whatever that avenue you take can be avoided in a healthier way by self-care. So what do I mean by self-care? Well, it's sort of going to yourself, well, you know what? I could say yes and go to that something. However, I'm really tired and I really just need to rest and not put myself through things that aren't going to be helpful in the long run. So learning to say no is one tremendous part of self-care. Now, we as humans have hopefully inbuilt compassion, empathy and understanding. However, sometimes we don't give that to ourselves enough. You know, love thy neighbour as you would love yourself. I ask you, how are you loving yourself? Are you putting all those things in place that allow you to have you as important, as worthy, as worthwhile, as almost the most important? Because without you being fully empowered, there's not enough of you to go around. So the more you have, the more you have to give. Self-care, how do we do it? More balance and time to reflect so you're not so reactionary through stress in situations. So let's just expand on that. Let's look at that a little bit further. First, we have to recognize, are we in balance here? Where am I out of balance? Am I doing too much? Am I not doing enough? Am I doing too much of that and not enough of that? So where we look at balance sort of gives us a reference point. Because if we don't stop and drop, as I call it, which is stop and drop into yourself, either through meditation or just five minutes a day to just stop at a certain spot in your house or on the beach or wherever you'd like to spend some beautiful quality time in nature is the best. You can recognize the balancing act that you're playing. And once you recognize where things are balancing in your world, you can prioritize. And then it allows things to be more sustainable by making different choices to bring more balance. So if you're finding you're too active, you haven't had a break for three months, you're moving all the time, you're making sure everything's done, there needs to be some more balance, more passive time. Or if you're lying in bed till 12 o'clock in the day or one o'clock, whatever, no judgment here, by the way, you can do whatever you want. It's all good. Because we are all moving in our own way, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to give you some tips that I know that I've had to use to sustain balance and and bring myself to betterment in whatever form, because that's my journey. But if you are listening to these podcasts, there must be something that you'd like to get out of it. So once we recognize that we need balance, then we prioritize and go, "Mm, what does need changing? Once we start doing that, we can activate our sense of self 
coming from that place. And when we come from that place, we're probably going to be more in tune with what our needs really are, not just bouncing off the walls and bouncing here and there and bobbing up and down like a cork on the ocean going, oh, I'll float over here and I'll do that there and boing, I just banked into that and I better do that then. So it just gives you a little bit more of control. Control what you can and accept what you can't. Prioritising and then activating yourself in a way by making choices that are going to reduce your stress. Let's look at how how we do that. We have to recognise how we are thinking. Are we suffering, sacrificing? Are we uh, thinking negatively? Are we always looking at the cup being half empty instead of half full? We have to recognize our feelings, you know, are we feeling angry all the time, stress, are we in anxiety, do we panic, do we come from fear, how are we feeling most of the time, are we feeling that we are actually balanced or are we feeling out of balance, are our behaviors reflecting our feelings in some way, are we showing addiction in some form, are we sitting in negative emotions, in anger, Looking at your health is really important, you know, looking at how your energy levels are. Are you fatigued all the time? Colds and flus and uh, are your nails all brittle? Is your hair all stringy? I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a matter of recognising. Look, it's as simple as looking at your poo. True. If you look at your poo, if it's a healthy poo, it's a healthy poo. If it's not a healthy poo, it's an unhealthy poo. And there's actually a poo chart. You can look at Google. I sound like a four-year-old saying the word poo a million times. But it's a really quick recognition of how your body is working. You know, is it reflecting stress? Are you drinking enough water? And that's one really important stress relief factor As simple as that, drink more water. Can't stress it enough. Everyone tells you in the health industry, you've got to drink more water. Of all the research I've done, I can't tell you how important it is. I used to teach uh, young children, seven or, or so, singing. And they'd come to me straight from school. And I noticed they were quite sluggish, a bit lethargic. And of course, I'm compassionate. I thought, oh, they've had a big day at school. I'll just take it easy. But then I started to do a lot of research on on water, hydration on the brain, a hydration on the cells and the like. And I noticed that when I gave them a drink of water as soon as they walked in, it was sort of like a controlled experiment, that their cognition within minutes started to pick up. So this is not my imagination. I did it as an experiment to see. And then I started doing it with the adults. And then I sort of noticed also a big difference. So just having a glass of water before you do anything that requires brain power is going to help you within minutes. Simple as that. Recognizing how stressed you are. Let's have a look at how you're thinking, how you're feeling, what your behavior is doing, what your health is physically doing, and definitely looking at your water intake. So what what are some of the responsibilities you can do to bring yourself to a better place? Well, this self-care thing that I'm banging on about today really is the go. So let's just go through a little bit of a list, I suppose, of uh, things that, I, I mean, I don't know, it's a list or whatever. It's just something that I've come to conclude that really helps me maintain balance. Now, the first thing is you've got to give yourself permission to want to be the best person you want to be. We've been told lots of times in our upbringings, or many of us have, uh, that we're not good enough, you'll never amount to something, 
this is not good, what do you think you are, who do you think you are, all those sort of things, all these negative things that sit out in our subconscious and actually get in the way. So the first thing to do is give yourself permission. Say to yourself, I give myself permission to be the best possible person I can be under the circumstances I'm given. Simply saying, I give myself permission to reach my potential. Because you have to actually give yourself permission because there's so many things that get in the way that make us feel that we don't deserve or we're not good enough or what have you. So when you start doing that, when you give yourself permission, you will start to recognize that you are important enough to have self-care. You are important enough to look after. You are important enough to love. You are important enough to get your needs met. You are important enough to say no or ask for help. You are important enough to be kind to yourself, even in how you talk to yourself. Ah, I'm such an idiot, I shouldn't have done that. Well, no, you're not an idiot. We all make mistakes. We all do silly things. But telling yourself that is really unfair. You've got to be nice to yourself. Remember to slow down and make you a priority and set those boundaries. Being okay with being alone is another one. Now, that's an important one in the sense that we, a lot of the time, fill up our day, fill up our house, fill up our fridge, fill up our bar, fill up our everything. We try to fill up everything. We try to make sure we haven't got any time. It's all subconscious, by the way, but we're filling up. So emptying out and being okay with being alone is an important one. And that's your responsibility. No one can do that, but you have to set the boundaries and say, sorry, no, I can't, whatever. Okay, so it's just about making choices to bring balance through self-care, making sure you're prioritizing, making yourself important enough to put yourself first, making sure you give yourself things that are helpful for you. You deserve it. Maybe go and have a massage, read a book, phone a friend, take a hot bath, do a hobby. So activating through action by choices to give yourself what you need. Okay, so remember to recognize how stressed you are, how balanced you are, to prioritize yourself primarily. This is a place of recognizing that you are important enough. The more you've got, the more you've got to give. Remember that, that you can prioritize yourself. You can say no. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to set boundaries and you're allowed to make you important. Even if you don't feel it 100% for whatever reason, fake it till you make it. As a hypnotherapist, I know how important it is for us to keep our mind healthy by good, healthy thinking. And prioritizing yourself is a healthy thought process. Activating it as best you can by accepting what you can't change and changing what you can. That's going to bring more balance. That's going to reduce stress and bring you to a better place. So I better stop talking because I don't know even how long I've been talking for. But uh, I'd like you to join me on the last Friday of the month next time when we shall continue this conversation about life living in the everyday. And I'm really glad that you were able to join me today. Thank you. See you next time. Bye.